You're listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. Learn how you You. can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Joe. Joe and Mike, back again, buildassetsonline.com. Another question for you today that we're answering. Um, Would you recommend using any search engine tool for high-ticket dropshipping research? You know, we use search engine tools, we use Google Trends, we do all these things, but at the end of the day, is it really necessary? Is it time well spent? I don't really think so. I don't know. I'm with you on that. I think at the end of the day, it could be a, a bit of a detriment to the beginner to try using these tools. Right, right. Because, number one, they don't know what they're looking for. As we've talked about in so many videos, like a lot of our best products have come from doing something that wound up being like kind of saturated, but then finding the shoulder niche that was related to it, but really was not saturated at all. Right. Or maybe a supplier that you know we would have never used a keyword tool to find. So the keyword tools are only as good as the the inquiries you put into it. Right. And also so, I feel like a new person is going to spend so much time. Like you can really get lost in the data and the information of these tools, but is the data and information any better or, or is it more meaningful than getting a price list from a supplier? Absolutely not. And that's kind of the main point right there is, yeah, especially when you're new, you are looking for this perfect niche. You're looking for the perfect formula of everything's going to work out because of this and this and this. And it's never really the case because you can do all the keyword research in the world. You can find the best supplier according to your research. Then you contact them and they suck. They have 5% margins. They don't have map. The The guy running the warehouse is a, you know, degenerate. So the product the product never ships. And so it's it's a nightmare. These are all things you can never, ever find out through your uh, your keyword tool. Right, exactly. And I think the main takeaway from this is the best research you could do for anything, any online business, I think probably any, I don't want to say any business in general, but the best research you could do for online business is is action, is exactly. like actually doing, like the more suppliers you call, that's the best research you're going to do. If you're, anything you're doing, like, you just have to do it and see what comes back at you, especially in a case like high ticket dropshipping, where it's not like Amazon FBA where you have to buy $10,000 worth of product. And if yep. you make the wrong decision, that could be $10,000 down the drain. But not even not even typically because, um, yeah, like if, if you do that with Amazon FBA, at least you could sell it at break even or half or whatever. But I think the main takeaway, Mike, for all this kind of thing and is, is you have to be doing stuff where – you know what you can lose and you're comfortable with losing that. In the case of high-ticket dropshipping and calling suppliers and selling a product, starting your Google ads, worst-case scenario is you get terrible suppliers and you waste like $5,000 on ads and you're out $5,000. $5,000? We've never seen that happen. We've never seen that happen. But I'm saying if you're comfortable with that outcome, then you're going to be in a great position. Right, yeah. If you're, if you're comfortable with losing $5,000... <laughs> we've never but, seen that. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen or that we've seen that, that would be outrageous if someone did that which is common all the time with Facebook ads and, and right. low ticket drop shipping I don't know if that's why you're making that point but people that's like that's like standard I'm just saying it's important like, to map out what's the worst financial outcome that can happen with right, this exactly. and be totally comfortable with it 
and then take as much action as you can. And then if you hit that threshold of, all right, I've hit this wall of, I lost my $5,000, you know, then you got to stop. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's really how we've approached online business. And I think that's why high ticket dropshipping is like one of the best business models that you could do, especially starting out is because the majority of things you're going to do, there's literally no risk. I don't want to say no risk. Mike. I said, I said, all right, virtually, virtually no risk in terms of upfront cost to lose. Right. It's very, it's very, doesn't cost Shopify website. Not really anything. Domain name, not really anything. Picking up the phone, calling a supplier, not really anything. It's low on the risk spectrum, especially compared to other things. Extremely low. What's lower? What's lower on the risk spectrum and can yield you $1,000 per sale as a beginner? Not much. I would say, I would say the only thing that could be better would be if you were selling some sort of information product, like, or even like a Kindle type thing, like a Kindle book, but you can't sell a Kindle book for $1,000. Right, and you have you have to get the book written and write the book. It yeah, you have to you have to pay for that. Yeah, no one could buy unless the book. you're writing the book yourself or doing something. That's like that. time. But but the point is is that understanding the amount of you could lose, which and and setting that threshold, which again for high ticket dropshipping, it's really not that like the risk spectrum is low, and then taking as much action as possible and seeing what the results are and taking the learnings from that. Right. So you could say, all right, I have three thousand dollars right now. I'm going to set this aside. I'm going to use it towards my high-ticket dropshipping endeavor. And if this goes to zero, then it's done. I will move on. Right. And I think with that, you could, you have plenty of room to embark on, on your uh, high-ticket dropshipping journey. And I think it's really your best bet as far as, like, someone right. says, I have $3,000. I want to spend it on an online business. What do I do? Right. That, and that's how we've always operated was we were just like, all right, I'm setting this aside for this, seeing what happens, and then reassessing you know, sometimes we hit that depending on the business model we did, you know, sometimes we hit the mark. Sometimes we were doing well to where we just kept going with it. High right. ticket dropshipping was one of those things where we, we had $2,000 right. so set this, aside. This was about, going. this was about research tools. Joe's getting up. This is, this is something to sneeze at. <laughs> so I think at the end of the day, the conclusion is don't worry about tools. Just make the website, call the suppliers run the ads and you're going to get all the research you would need just from doing that versus trying to figure something out with a, a an extraneous tool that isn't inside your business. There you have it. Buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. Learn how we build an online asset portfolio worth a million dollars plus. Check it out now. Uh, take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Build Assets Online podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. We'll see you in the next episode.